everybody, welcome to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. I'm back in the base, baby! Alright, thank you not for joining us today. not in bedroom anymore. I'm not in my parents' house. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, also the basement, so you were doing a Star Wars podcast from your basement. The basement, the basement is, open. is open. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was right there. Yes, welcome everybody. It is uh, September 7th, which is insane to me. Even though like Flavor this whole Day. quarantine time... Yeah, happy Labor Day, everybody. Um, this quarantine time has felt like it was a really long year, but then at the same time, summer felt like it wasn't here because I really, really didn't do as much as I'm used to doing and whatever, but... Mm-hmm. I feel September's- like Ray in The Force Awakens where she's just scratching those ticks on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it's almost time to put the shorts away, you know, kids going back to school, all that crazy stuff going on. Um, but uh, I... So... I put up a poll uh, a few, at this point, almost a week ago. Just curious what people think about, um, even though it hasn't been canceled or anything, it's not being talked about at all. Do they think Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still happening? And 53% of the people said they don't think it's happening anymore. And 47% of the people said they think it still is happening. But most of the comments were, I voted uh, yes, but... but that's just because I hope it is. In other mm-hmm. words, like they, they I was going to say that the yes people are probably doubts. just wanting it to happen. Yeah, so it's it's interesting what's going on here, but and I know we we bring this up every once in a while, but it is strange the more and more time passes and we're really coming up to the 3 year anniversary of its announcement. Um so James Lacey, what do you guys think about uh that without us That's why I didn't want to get into it on like the show show, but um w- were you surprised that mo- most people think it's not happening um i guess my my thoughts are how did he get it in the first place um a lot of people would just assume that he just worked really well with kathleen kennedy but i think we've kind of uncovered or kind of speculated or no or i don't really know exactly what the story is but my understanding is he was supposed to do episode nine and then was kind of said hey we're gonna have jj abrams do it but in turn we'll give you this trilogy so I feel like there is kind of a contractual or like business arrangement that is set up there. So that makes me think that no matter no matter how long it goes, Disney still owes Ryan Johnson 20 bucks. <laughs> that's that's what I think is kind of happening. So Ryan keeps saying I am just waiting for them to give me my 20 bucks back. <laughs> this is like, this reminds that, me of, it's like, you know, in the office when Michael fires that guy, Devin, and he's yeah. like, hey, if it makes you feel better, here's some coupons to Chili's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucas so I, giving Ryan his coupons to Chili's at this point. I totally understand that, you know, it's weird because they said he was doing this trilogy. He puts out his movie. Everything falls apart. <laughs> and they still have not canceled his trilogy. And I think the reason they still haven't canceled his trilogy is not because of, because the last Jedi was not what they wanted it to be or something along those lines. I think it's more along the lines of Lucasfilm did their, their movies that they were contractually obligated to do that, the, so to speak, like seven, eight, nine. And then they did solo. Cause that was probably in the contract as well. And now they just don't know where to go or what to do. And I know they, it feels like the easy answer would be to hand it off to Ryan Johnson, but I think they're still just going to be like, let's use our 20 bucks that we have now on other stuff 
And then when we make our money back, then we'll give Ryan his 20 bucks. <laughs> that So I, I still think it's happening, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I... Lacey, were you surprised by uh, <clears throat> the results? No, I... When you were reading the results and you said, oh, 43% said yes, in my mind, mm-hmm. I was thinking, yeah, those people just want it to happen. Not that 47 they're... said yes, 53 no. Sorry, I was thinking 57, 43. I thought backwards in my mm-hmm. head. So 47% that said yes uh, were just saying that because they were just wanting it to happen, that they yeah. weren't willing to click the no button. Right. But like mm-hmm. in deep down, they know that they should have hit the no button. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just very suspicious that none of this has happened. Like we haven't gotten any updates. And every time we've talked about this before, like, we get some type of comment out of Ryan. It's like, yeah, this one time I thought about doing it. <laughs> like it went from I'm working on it. I'm writing it. Yeah, we're kind of working on it. I have this box in my closet of ideas. Yeah. This one Tuesday we talked about it. <laughs> like, yeah, wasn't the last thing that like he said something like we're still talking? Yeah. It's almost mm-hmm. like a couple that breaks up and they haven't been able to completely yeah, break fine. ties yet. Yeah, yeah. it's Hey, cool. like one of them, one of them to the other didn't say delete my number from your phone yet. I'll, I'll throw this out there too. There is no reason New Mutants had to go to theaters. They could, they should right. have, could have put that movie to streaming and it would have solved so many problems. But the thing is, is somewhere along the lines, there was a deal that was made that said this movie is coming out in theaters. So they had to just keep doing what they were doing, no matter how ridiculous it was, which was pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. Sounds like until eventually the form. theaters open. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a different thing. But I, I'm saying I feel like this movie was done and they they were like, well, we can't release it because we have to release it in theaters and everybody's going why what why is that a theater movie have you seen it doesn't it? make any sense no but oh. i just heard it was like Meh. yeah there was no reason this was like like you understand tenet you know what i mean mm-hmm. but yeah. you and in a weird way you kind of understand mulan but even mulan is being pushed to whatever but new mutants go new mutants know. had to be a theater movie no it's because the 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 deal was done a long time ago, and no matter how long it takes, I feel like that's it's still the deal. Well, regardless like, of how it does, we're not starting a hashtag make mutants to happen. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, my last thing on the Ryan Johnson thing: when he got the deal, it was before Last Jedi came out, before Solo came out, and I think it was Lucasfilm, surprising that because his movie hadn't come out yet. I remember being like, "Really?" But mm-hmm. but I think Lucasfilm was still walking with that swagger, like every movie we put out right now is going to make a billion dollars. We're still thinking about putting out two movies a yep. year. Three movies is nothing, and now mm-hmm. it's like a huge amount of movies. And then um, on top of that, just the discourse with fans and a lot of people don't like Ryan Johnson or whatever in Star Wars. And I remember thinking it was a power move. Like they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we're That's so confident good. in right. this yeah. Last Jedi is that yeah. you you have to go see it. We're giving this yeah. guy a whole new trilogy. And it's I, that I, good. I, I personally hope we do see more of him. Uh, you know, I say that a lot, but I'm just thinking, I don't know, as more time goes on. But um, before we get into the news, we do have to go through our uh, giveaway winners. We did the uh, the yeah. giveaway finder, um, <laughs> and that is our contest um, that is sponsored by Jewelry Brands. Um, and make sure you're heading to uh, jewelrybrands.shop and check out all their 
uh, swag and gear and jewelry over there. They have not just Star Wars, they have Marvel, all sorts of stuff there. And mm-hmm. really right. cool things, not just your traditional jewelry, right, Lacey? There's tons of stuff over there. Yeah, they have pins, necklaces, rings, earrings, keychains. They have a lot of cool stuff for guys with... Because um, I know if you hear jewelry, you're like, oh, that's necklaces and stuff. No, they have like uh, mm-hmm. money clips and cufflinks and... Mm-hmm. All different types. They have of dog tags, even dog tags, cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, rings, like anything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. They got it. Um, but yeah, so we did our giveaways where we were giving away the enamel pin of Babu Frick and the little wayfinder light up keychain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can literally have it hanging from your car and pretending you're Kylo Ren going to find Exegol uh, in your little <laughs> Honda Civic or whatever you have. Um, don't you have a Honda Civic? Yes, I was wondering what you were saying. Well, because I have an Accord, and I'm like, well, I don't want to say my car, so let me see. (laughs) Yes, Um, my little Honda Civic. So, yeah. um, All right, so our winner on Twitter was Mike Sellers at Puck32Ellers. So congrats to you, Mike. Good job there. We'll get in touch with you and get those pairs out to you. And uh, from Instagram, Lacey, who was our winner? Our winner was Greg at IonCannon. All right. Nice. Two winners two items going out to each of you thanks to everybody who entered um obviously this september more giveaways coming uh down the line but we appreciate everyone entering that and uh thanks again to our friends at jewelry brands for uh sponsoring that with us um so make if sure you again, didn't win you can go yeah. to their website and get well that's what I, yeah that's what i was about to do okay cool a little copy here. <laughs> uh, head to juliebrands.shop and check out all their awesome items from Star Wars to Marvel. They're all down the line. Really awesome stuff. And uh, at checkout, use TRB and you'll get 10% off your purchase. So make sure you use that promo code TRB and you'll get 10% off. Pretty cool. And then it'll Yay. make you think of us, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now it's time to get into the news. And James Bainey is Lots going to steer the ship. Through the murky waters. James? It's the resistance. This is the day, guys. <laughs> this, this is, is the, the day. day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mandalorian Season 2 is officially debuting on Disney Plus October 30th. Um, which is really funny because they said it was coming in October. And they really pushed it to this as far back as you can everybody's in september we're like it's september mando's only one month away (laughs) and then they're like no it's october 30th and we're like it's basically two months away (laughs) i don't know how we convinced ourselves uh or how that happened we just went backwards in time a little bit but yes uh it's officially coming october 30th still no trailer in sight at the current moment uh as of recording but uh but yes uh we're pretty excited about this here um john what do you think about uh, the the way they handled the re- release date, if you will? Well, it, it's funny because um, I tweeted from TRB when it was September 1st, just to be a little tongue and cheeky, um, Mando season two is coming next month. And some people are like, well, I heard it's getting pushed back. It's getting delayed. <laughs> it's a lot of problems. <laughs> that voice. What was that? That's, yeah, that's that guy. That's that weird voice. <laughs> oh, that voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was expecting late October because Mando season one came mid November. I didn't think they were going to go so far off schedule. I think they do want to keep, um, they want to get a a nice boost in, in the fourth quarter from a business perspective. Um, if you look at the map in terms of the week to week thing, 
Um, Friday seems to be Mando Day. It was man. It was that was the day for Mando season one, except for the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at uh, the dates here, October thirtieth, that makes sense because then you push eight episodes every week, and that closes you out uh, right a week before Christmas, December eighteenth. So it's a nice little. Uh, window there everyone's kind of home for the holidays uh probably still quarantining who the, who the heck knows what's going on but um and i assume it's going to be another eight chapters i, I think they're going to stay on a pattern there but um, i was just i was just thinking you know the same way we all assumed that it was going to be an hour i bet they're going to be like mandalorian season two here it is six episodes and we're going to be like what uh, that would be that would be a bummer if it was, if it was less more give it yeah. to me but less, uh, I don't know. But I'm assuming eight, and if it is eight, we're um, closing it out on twelve eighteen. Um, but no, it's just again one of those things. It's 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 good to hear the official announcement, even though Favreau and Hal Hickel at ILM and everyone said, yeah, it's on schedule October. Mm-hmm. There was no like, they weren't being cryptic about it. Favreau's like, you know, as as um, open as they're gonna be from a Lucasfilm project is like, yeah, October. We'll see you then. Um, and there we go. Boom. 1030. And it's funny though, as soon as we get the date, and then everyone's like, Where's the trailer? And everyone's yeah. all oh my angry. gosh. I'm Every like, post now Star Wars does, it's like the where's the trailer last year with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I am I'm, I'm honestly more on the camp of don't give us a trailer. Punish us. Because <laughs> it's so obnoxious with the asking for a trailer every day. Like, who cares? The show's coming out in like 53 days. This isn't like nine months away the movie is like the way the rise of skywalker was or a year away give us a teaser it's f- seven weeks or whatever yeah like i also on. think it's weird too because it's like i don't know it just feels like there's we shouldn't be so excited about like two minutes of footage you it's know a what commercial. i mean like because as soon as as soon as it comes out we're gonna watch it and we're gonna think it's cool or whatever but then it's done you know what yeah. I mean? It, then it's over. So I, it, I don't know. And it's all going to be it's... from the first five minutes of the first episode. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It just, I don't I mean, know. It was like, I, I, I like trailers, but I've never been super like. I need the trailer. Like it seems like a lot of fandom is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I'd love it, a trailer, yeah. but it, I'm not like demanding it. I, I find it funny that people are demanding it, but I get it. There's, there's a little excitement. People need something to look forward it. to. Yeah. Why are people so angry about it? I don't know. We actually yeah. have a Star Wars show that's happening. <laughs> We're getting a Star Wars show. Like, yeah. Come on. I it, It's weird. It feels like people getting like really mad and really angry that they're not getting an ice cream cone or something. And I'm like, you're going to enjoy that ice cream cone. And then it's just going to be gone. And then you're going to be like, oh, I'm hungry again a little while <laughs> later. <laughs> like, it just feels weird. Mm. Like, why are you so mad over the ice cream cone? I don't understand. It's it's good. It's just not that big of a deal, in my opinion. James Lacey, what coming it, in hot with, <laughs> with the metaphors. <laughs> I know. It, it, because that is that is the story, really, To honestly. They put out the day. It's October 30th. We can talk a little bit about it. Lacey, you can add whatever you want to it. But it does feel like immediately as soon as you say that, the conversation sways to, okay, but where's the trailer? Yeah, no, no. I was just joking because you were saying that Ryan is owed 20 bucks. And then you're like, and then they want an ice cream cone. And I'm like, guys, it's just an ice cream cone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm super excited. You know, this is cool. I think it's very interesting um, that they released this information the exact same morning that that John Boyega interview came out where he was saying he had a terrible experience doing Star Wars. But hey, PR machine, there you are. Uh, So they announced this date, which would take no time to announce with a with a nice new logo and it would keep people talking about this, which it did. And that dropped out of people's radar. And this was at the top trending topics all day for multiple days. So um, I'm excited it's coming back. I'm excited we have a date so we can kind of plan ahead. You guys know that the Mando Fan Show is a, a cool show that we do away from TRB that people seem to enjoy. So that's going to be coming back on the 30th, 30th obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I really enjoyed about this announcement was the art. So the logo is now blue. It has Baby Yoda on it. So the first one, he's all by himself with this orangey sunset. And now this one's blue. So James, you might have to update the logo for Mando Fan Show. But... Hmm. Anyway. I didn't think about that. I'm super excited. Do you guys think that Baby Yoda is actually taller? Or do you think that's just fans being nuts? No, I think it's literally the clip of him looking up at him in the last episode that they just took a screenshot of and put it into the logo. One th- I mean, I don't like try to look too much into these things, but... But if they make him too mm-hmm. small, you don't... It doesn't... You can't make out anything. So I think sure. even if he is a little bigger i'm sure it's just for the aesthetic the look of it not for Mm -hmm. oh he's actually bigger but typical star wars fans you know we're like he's actually three inches taller than Mm -hmm. normal it's spelled tauntaun no spaces (laughs) no capitals um the one thing i did see in the new logo is there's clearly um reflections yeah yeah so I don't know if some people, I saw someone on Twitter like, oh, he's going to Camino and he's going to find out why Baby Yoda was cloned from Yoda or something. And uh, I mean, it, it's amazing how one one new logo just spurns so much of the, the speculation nation. I and, love it, though, because we're, oh, I like we're it too. desperate yeah. right now. So I'll take all those theories. No, I was, fun. trust me, I was doing the zoom in thing. I yeah. was like, I love the moisture evaporator. Yeah. <laughs> off to the right side. There's like a yeah. moon that looked really cool. It looked yeah. like water. It's blue versus orange, yeah. which sand. And I it's almost cool. like a part of me wanted to tweet. Um, Thanks to John Boyega for giving us the release date for the Mandalorian in a way of like paying like tribute to him. Like, like they took your spotlight. But yeah. people would obviously not have gotten it that way, and I would have gotten like dragged over it. And bef- stupid, before people but. go crazy in the comments, I'm not saying that they didn't have this planned because Disney and big companies always have these things planned in advance. Yeah, I'm sure, sure it was sitting there waiting to be announced, but it's very suspicious that all of a sudden that interview comes out, and it's all anybody's talking about for about 30 to 40 minutes, and all of a sudden this announcement gets made. And you know what, though? It could have been coincidence, too. It really could have been. It could have been, but hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my money that it isn't a coincidence. <laughs> Hmm. Um, you guys want to talk about Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I always, I'm always, uh, I'm crestfallen. I'm always interested in talking about Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, no, he was doing an uh, an interview with Insider.com, and he was asked, you know, what he thought of uh, working with Taika Waititi and how he's involved with The Mandalorian, and would he ever want to go back and work with him again? Um, or specifically be involved with the Mandalorian. And he kind of gave this interesting answer that says, you know, yes, I'd love to work with him. He's great. I loved him even before I did Ragnarok with him. Um, and he kind of alluded to the fact that he has been in contact to work with him on a future project, but he couldn't say what it was because it was all very hush hush. Right. Um, so 
I think that just got people really kind of questioning, is there a chance that Jeff Goldblum could potentially be involved in the Star Wars project that Taika Waititi is working on? Whether it be Mandalorian, which, um, correct me if I'm wrong, he is not returning for season two, right? Um, but he is working on a movie, so that would be more likely where it is. Um, so even though this question was about being involved in The Mandalorian, the fact that he says he might be working with Taika Waititi points to Star Wars. So Lacey, take 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 us away. What, what do you think about this? Are you a Jeff Goldblum fan? I am. I, I think he's so wonderful. And Jurassic Park is like one of my favorite movies, and he's one of the best parts of that movie. Um, it's funny, though, when you read any interviews with him, just because I've seen him do a lot of interviews, especially for the Disney Plus stuff last year at D23, you can hear mm-hmm. him talking when he gives the answer. Like, they don't change anything he says. So, like, one of his oh, quotes yeah, yeah. is, like, I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan. Of course. A fan. <laughs> like, he's just, like, you could see him doing yeah. that thing where he, like, thinks it through as he's talking. And I remember him doing it with Spider-Man where they're like, did you hear that Spider-Man's no longer in the MCU? And he's like, what? <laughs> that is the best. Yeah. like That's he, when he says crestfallen. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. what? Say like, no, what? No, 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 This is the no, first no, I'm hearing no. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just so, so funny. And... Again, one of the best parts of Ragnarok. He was so funny in that movie. Um, so naturally, going to put my uh, John Hoey backwards hat on for a second. When he says that he's working on a secret project, I immediately was like, John was like, I'm connecting the dots. Secret project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing Taika's really working on right now is Star Wars from my understanding, right? Like, I don't think he's working on anything else that's secret. Mm-hmm. And Disney seems to be one of those things that more than anybody else, they're so secretive. Um so yeah, no, I would love for him to be in Star Wars. I I wasn't a fan of them being like, he you should be an alien bounty hunter like Taika. I was like, okay, interviewer. Let's yeah. uh back off throwing him in the same box as another character. Um, he, he's doing Thor Love and Thunder. But that's not really a secret project though cuz they've announced it. Well, I guess neither is yeah, but type, neither is Star Jeff Wars, Goldblum's right? return for that movie could be a secret. Ah, so you're mm. saying it it could be that. I don't know. I just feel like because they brought that on stage at San Diego Comic-Con, they've been very open with a lot of parts of that movie with Natalie Portman's mm-hmm. character. I don't see that as like a secret project, whereas Star Wars definitely is right now. They haven't released yeah. what it is, what the title is, what it's about, when it takes place, nothing. Um, But I, I think he would be cool. I mean, he's going to be good in anything he does, so I'm all for it. Um, But just the idea that these conversations are happening about potential Star Wars movies is just exciting in general. Yeah. John, what do you think about Jeff Goldblum being Uh, in the Star uh, Wars project? I've always been a big Jeff Goldblum fan. I even like The Fly and um, a lot of his other, like, uh, weird movies. Um, I just... uh, Oh, and of course, The Big Chill, Lawrence Kasdan's movie. He was amazing in um, it's funny. Like everyone, everyone loves Taika Waititi's like zany personality and his quirkiness and stuff. But like, Jeff Goldblum was Taika Waititi before Taika Waititi. Like that's when you gotta go, you gotta go. Taika Waititi is almost like he went to the school of Jeff Goldblum on how to like be <laughs> in terms of being weird, and uh, Goldblum's still that way. And he puts off this like insaneness. And then there's always that moment where he turns it back on and he's like, I'm just making sure you understand that I am smarter than you. <laughs> like like when that when that person interviewed him about 
did you hear about spider-man may no, not no, be no 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 <laughs> he, he like freaks out he's like oh this is the first i'm hearing of it uh i'm crestfallen what am i gonna do and then he's like i'm sure they'll figure it out he's <laughs> like it'll be okay well, yeah. just a movie because he leads with emotion <laughs> yeah no yeah like he does. anytime anybody ever says like let me tell you a story about when you know i did something and it's like not even that crazy of a thing he always is like oh <gasps> No. Yes, yeah. You know? <laughs> I think he he likes to poke fun at people taking things too seriously. Um, mm-hmm. He does. I think he he is a professional and he takes what he does very seriously. But he understands that there's bigger problems or bigger serious jobs in the world, and he likes to almost poke fun at how serious Hollywood takes itself. That's how I look at it from from his um, vantage point. I could be wrong, but that's how he, I see it. But. What's interesting though, is he has a really good, he has a really good way of taking something that isn't serious and making it serious. Like, sure. like if somebody handed him a, a blue shoe. He would be like blue, the color of the sky. Like yeah. he would like go into all these details about the essence of blue and how it's associated with the water. And you know, like, yeah. I don't know. My favorite thing he, is if you guys haven't had a chance, someone or it was Buzzfeed did a bucket of thirst tweets and they put them in this thing and they had him read them out one by one. And someone was like, Oh, Jeff Goldblum is like my daddy. And he was like, daddy, what do you mean by daddy? And he like went through this whole elaborate, like explanation of daddy. And he's like, Oh, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so funny. I, I would love to see Goldblum in star Wars. Um, and it doesn't matter what type of role, but I would prefer him to be a human. Um, I don't want him hidden in makeup uh the way we've seen some of our other actors make cameos and stuff i'd like to see jeff goldblum mm-hmm. in the mix almost like not necessarily a serious character like in independence day or um even in jurassic park but i would like to see him be him and be like all right that's my guy there's goldblum he's you know still doing this thing still taking the punches still out there uh, appearing in these big um box office things and also you know forget kathleen kennedy was executive producer of Jurassic Park and he was like you said a highlight of that movie so she's very familiar with working with him and probably appreciates what he does um but in terms of Mando that was the first thing I said it's like there's no way it's Mando because Tyke is not directing Mandalorian season two he's not writing season two so it's not that I know people immediately or uh, season three I mean or whatever people immediately went to that um I think it's something different it could be the the next Thor but uh, I'd be totally down if he had some sort of way of getting into Star Wars because I've always just been a huge fan of his. I think he's an immense talent. Um, you almost feel like he writes his own dialogue because people know how to mm-hmm. write for Jeff Goldblum oh, when they write yeah, yeah. it well. Um, and I would love to see that in a galaxy far, far away. His his prose and his way of delivering lines and his sense of humor, but also his intelligence. So give me all of that in a character in Star Wars and I think it would hit the mark really really well mm-hmm. do you know what's funny I, I I like Jeff Goldblum too and I actually like his show on Disney Plus I watched all the episodes he's he's so much fun as a personality I'm a little indifferent about him being in Star Wars and that is me just needing to like loosen up I think and let my Star Wars kind of breathe and be like more like the Marvel is where they can kind of have a serious movie and a funny movie but I like my Star Wars in the tone that it is. And I feel like <sighs> I kind of feel like that's maybe where like the solo thing was going. And they're like, ah, we don't like this. Like this tone isn't working. So they shifted it back to comedic and fun, but like 
within the Star Wars world. And I feel like Jeff Goldblum is one of those people who, as much as I like him, could potentially take us to that wacky world and that wacky tone. Yeah, but tone. don't typecast him because he can play dark too. He can, you know, if you see the fly, like he can play a pretty brooding and, and almost like disturbed person. Like he's a talented dude. I, I, I feel like people in the latter part of his life, because he almost ups his like cartoonish uh, personality, yeah. people like typecast him as that. But I don't think that's fair. I think he's also saying well, he's coming off of his I- series though. Which is him being over the top. Hmm. That's what yeah. he was just saying. I, I guess I guess my thoughts are too is e- even even you saying he can play characters. Look at like some of the early movies that he did. He just might not be there anymore. You know Maybe. what I mean? He Maybe. he has cultivated his own personality that kind of like Bill Murray. You don't hire not that Bill Murray was ever like <laughs> you know a serious actor or anything like that, but you you put bill murray in a bill murray role sure you know what i mean because he's cultivated that characteristic and and when you want a bill murray role it's either bill murray or somebody imitating bill murray and just doing trying to do him yeah um and i think within the world of like acting that's like i mean that's the goal probably of every actor they want to be that person (laughs) you're either robert de niro or you're impersonating robert i miss bill murray when he was funny (laughs) <laughs> um, all his movies now are him sitting on a couch like staring out into space for 10 yeah. minutes that's because he got involved with uh wes anderson wes anderson garbage and yeah wes anderson <laughs> to me like i get it i get i i get it but i don't get it people like, are gonna I be in the comments like how, do you, how can you say that but i don't like yeah his it, it's just weird. tones it's, and it's weird to me when like you can watch like a band be super weird, but they're like successful and you're like, I get it, but I don't get it. And then like when one of your friends is like, I don't know, man, I like them. You're like, no, you're crazy. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like all of a sudden you turn against it. Um, well, like going to a but, Radiohead uh, concert. I don't know that I know that much Radiohead, honestly. <laughs> um. Well, that's Jeff Goldblum. Uh, he's probably in the Thor movie, and this is all blown out of proportion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one casting that we can confirm is that Yoda is, in fact, going to be in the High Republic books. Um, we got some concept art uh, that was released. Uh, somebody took a couple screenshots from the movie penned it over put them in a couple different clothes and then they said this is it guys get stoked a character you were pretty sure was probably going to be a jedi master around this time is officially a jedi master around this time so (laughs) that is the story i i don't i honestly don't know why this was held off as, they should have started with well, this, I think. Yeah, or or just just included it because it's obvious. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they were putting out yeah. all those other characters. I think they just wanted to let those other characters breathe or something without being shot down. But um, I want you guys to talk about it. the The only thing I really have to say is that it doesn't look like an older or younger Yoda. It just looks like Yoda to me. It doesn't. Nothing Does surprising. It? it looks like Maze yeah. Windu to me. I don't think it looks like Yoda at all. As soon as someone said that online, like a bunch of people said it, I was like, it does look like Mace Windu. (laughs) Here's a concept. Make Yoda look like Yoda. 
<laughs> How about that concept? Okay, it definitely looks like Yoda. It just looks a little that's, off. That's what I'm saying. Do, do people? Like, I feel like people forgot what Yoda looks like. Okay, like, even it's in green. Prequels. It has the ears, and it's it, it's the same shape of. It, but, it literally is yeah, Yoda. Even in the prequels, is, he doesn't look like Yoda. I, this is what like bothers <laughs> me so much. Like, first of all, the Episode One puppet was an embarrassment. That's so, then they, so funny. That so then puppet. they did the CGI. Yeah, they did like paint, paint, paint chip eating baby Yoda. <laughs> and then they they fixed it with the CGI version of Yoda, which still doesn't look like Yoda. Like mm. do, when you take someone who's 900 years old and you minus 30 years off their life, he should still look like the same person. That's like a two year age difference in a human. So they, they yeah. made him look like a gremlin in the in the prequels. I never liked it. It always bothered me. Um, and even bothered like, you are, <laughs> yeah, and even like the, 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 the they did too high of an octave with the Frank Oz voice, but I won't get into that. But now this thing, like they just took the episode three shot, put an Instagram filter on it, and like handed in their homework because they forgot to do it. And it's like now we're gonna release this to the public, and they're gonna be amazed because it's Yoda, and everyone's like, don't insult our intelligence or our appreciation for things. I he think looks people really were angry. Like, hey, it's just it's just like I I don't understand. I don't get it. Okay, I know that he he's going to be appearing in these comic books. I guess it's for the DJ older comic, right? Yeah, and that's why they're showing us the concept art. I do. I, right? I shouldn't be I shouldn't be this mad about it, but it's almost like I don't know. Like, yeah, of course Yoda's going to be around at this time, but like, don't make it this big giant reveal. Like, we want to let everyone know. Yoda's back and it's like like you said James like yeah. yeah where did we where did you think he was gonna be we had a full conversation about this one episode about the High Republic and Yoda being there I think it was Will of the Force mm-hmm. Will yeah, I think everybody, yeah it's like that again it's that Paige Tico dying thing it's like everyone called it and we all he knew Yoda's gonna be he said he's been training be Jedi for 800 years it's like yeah wait, when does this take place doesn't at the height of the Jedi surgeon? I wonder if Yoda's <laughs> gonna be around yeah <laughs> But John, to 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 counteract what what you're saying, I said it looks like Yoda. Well, number one, it, it's an artist rendition; it's concept art, right? And when you talk about an artist rendition, look at Clone Wars Yoda, look at Rebels Yoda. Clearly, like a totally different art form. And to me, because these pictures clearly look like they were taken from screenshots of the movie and just kind of like painted over lightly, like maybe you might not like the facial expression or whatever. But at the end of the day we've probably all seen there's like a fan art out there of like what young Yoda could look like. And he's got the dreadlocks. You guys, do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. It's a popular fan art of young Yoda. And it's like, had they put that out there and been like, Oh, this is Yoda 200 years ago. You'd be like, Oh, that's a cool reveal of a younger Yoda. That's neat. This picture to me, just looks straight up like Yoda with different clothes exactly. on. Like, yeah, yeah. It looks. It just looks. And weirdly, like, John, no what hair. you were saying, like the the thirty year for someone who's nine years old, they just said with like, yeah, well, two hundred years for someone who's nine years old, they'd look basically the same. So they just did that, and it's like, no, this is the time when you should have the liberty to kind of mess with his look a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I they're probably just afraid that someone's going to come along and they want to do a movie around that time and they're going to want to make Yoda look the you know like he did in the movies and 
they're gonna be like no he has like dreadlocks now so you have to go with that i just don't i'm just confused like because why this is a big thing it's not i you mean high republic no 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 or just the yoda no i mean the, the yoda reveal and we want everyone to know that bang there's our big reveal there's yoda like they're trying to almost build that up to to get more um juice going with this stuff my thing is is i just think they don't have anything else so they're just they're just dropping nuggets here and there nothing nothing big but just like every week we look for the news and we're like that's your news for the week that's I just your don't, news for the month why can't you draw yoda and look like how yoda's supposed to look in empire strikes back like i don't get that i don't well, I say, get it i say they did do that but that's okay <laughs> i know there's other people out there who agree with me that prequels yoda does not look like yoda and he should but well yeah and that I'm i agree a, i and, agree with that i'm talking I, about this photo, that's though. me and i'm not trying to sound grumpy but that's the nerd like that's my nerd part coming out where i really like continuity a lot mm-hmm. when it because when, when i want to escape in my stories i don't want to be knocked out of it because i see something that doesn't look the way it's supposed to look <laughs> All I'm like, thinking about is Stanley being like, why are you calling me at home when I'm watching my stories? When I'm watching my stories. <laughs> um, like, also, like, Chewy, Chewbacca in episode three looks terrible. And you that makes that no before, sense yeah. either. Like, it just looks awful. And I don't understand it. It's almost like the Chewy at Disney World, where they're like, let's just, that's good enough. Go on, Jeff. Yeah. Go hug people. I just... Um, again, I don't. People are gonna say like I'm being a hater and grumpy stuff, but it shouldn't have been that hard to make Yoda look like Yoda in the prequels. That's all I'm saying. And that so. art doesn't match the other art that's been released on their webpage. That's the weird thing is it doesn't match. I'm a big matchy matchy person when it comes mm. to graphics and stuff. These guys can tell you to the point that I'm annoying. Um, and this art doesn't match any of the other art they officially have up there for characters within the High Republic. And I find it interesting. They also changed some of the looks of some of the characters, including um, Stellan Geos went from like a Captain America looking guy to like he's got a beard and long hair now. Yeah. It, it was just all confusing because I was like, art. "That's yeah. what you got to remember." No. Yeah. All, like, I almost feel like this is like them not releasing official art for the sequel trilogy. They're just releasing like the art of the Force Awakens pictures first. No, I they totally actually kind of did that. it with Mando. They said like, "Here's Cara Dune. That's what she looks like." Yeah, and it's like you look at it now, and it's like that doesn't look like Cara Dune, but it kind of does a no, little bit no it but it's kind it's of still, a concept picture but it still looks like gina carano she just has different hair this guy that they now put out there doesn't look like the guy they put out back in january and yeah, i'm totally for yeah. renditions yeah. of characters like look at the transformation kylo ren went through when they started to when they finished i get it it's just strange to me that it's one thing to change a haircut and stuff, but like the mm-hmm. build of the character, the it just looks different. Um, like even we've talked about uh, Avar Chris, how many renditions she's gone through, but she still remained blonde and a woman in the same well, maybe outfit. They, maybe they saw the new Bill and Ted and realized how weird Keanu Reeves looks without facial hair now, and they're like, we got to get this guy some facial. He hair. He does have Keanu Reeves hair. It's like longer hair. I don't know. That's what I Sorry, mean, guys. Like, you know? I, I went on a tangent about hair again. Because it's like my thing. But it was just very strange to me that they went from this clean cut guy to like, I'm the rugged what, Jedi yeah. guy. What what I pulled away from all of that was that I think Lacey knows more about the characters of High Republic than I do. I actually read she, stuff, she, guys. 
Well, I know, but like you know their names and stuff, and I'm like, man, I don't know their names yet. It's gonna take me a while to but get into and, some of these. And this Yoda thing, he's gonna be in the DJ older comic, so they need him to be visually presented. And I'm not hating on like he's the, with Padawans again. Yeah, I'm not hating on the images themselves. I just there's something about like that reveal, like they were almost like this will hold them off for a while. Let's give them this. <laughs> And it, it just felt, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we're so proud to reveal Yoda and this is how we did it. I'm like, yeah. and, like three minutes later, because fans are so good at this. They're like, eh, episode three image and eh, your image. They announced the same, it at the website the that they have now, which is nice. They list all the information and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I feel like that's just about everything we can say. Now, I, I did want to bring up too, uh, this is a little bit off the subject, but the, the, we had a Star Wars Newsnet exclusive of Ray's lightsaber mm-hmm. in the uh, the book that's coming out. Yeah. That's um, the in you know the lightsaber collection book or whichever Inside which I talked about. I, yeah. I have on pre order. Um, but it uh, they've been releasing a lot of these photos. They're releasing uh, like the uh, whole book. I know. I'm sitting there like, mm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's actually in an odd way, kind of making me think like rethink my pre order because I'm like. Number one, I kind of thought the book was going to be something a little bit different. And I thought, but the way they're like releasing the pages and stuff, it makes me think like it's just going to be this, like turn the page at somebody else, turn the page to yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I thought it was going to have a, more of like explanations of lightsabers, like uh, lore on the Kyber and other stuff like that. And, it's and like I mean, paragraph. it still might. Yeah. But yeah, it does feel weird to me that, that all this was here. But this is, I think, like probably one of the m- most official looks we've ever gotten of this lightsaber. And I, I wanted to ask you, Lacey, what you thought. Um, because I Well, James, about lightsaber. <laughs> thanks for asking me first. I feel like this exclusive came to Star Wars Newsnet because of me somehow, somewhere. Someone was like, you know what? I think Lacey would like this information. Um, yeah. No, this is super cool. We kind of got a full look of the lightsaber. It gives you some basic info. I really just want to buy this thing, and I don't understand why this is the only thing I can buy about this lightsaber is a page, technically, and I don't yeah. get it. Also, the image they have, cool. she looks really cool. It looks like she's fighting with it. Why didn't we get that in the movie? Where's that shot from? That's pro- Do you think that that shot is a, a picture, a promo picture they took with the blue lightsaber, and then they just... Yeah. It could That's be, John's his head. or, or, it's principal photography with the yellow one for the toys That's and possible. stuff that are coming. Yeah. But other um, than that, I mean, this book I, is super cool, where they run through all the different lightsabers. Um, I want to know who, who's in charge of writing the copy for this stuff because it's it's very confusing the blurb for this lightsaber if you look at it and read it. Because it says Ray built her new lightsaber using pieces from a familiar weapon, the quarterstaff that she always carried around with her. But then the next paragraph, it says the blocky shape at the end of the quarterstaff is replicated in this new saber hilt. Almost like it's not the pieces of it. It was replicated to look like it. So it's just a very confusing way to write it. I'm pretty certain it is her quarterstaff made into a lightsaber. But writing that that way can certainly confuse people so i just want to come out and say i i'm saying it's it is her a piece of her quarter staff it is a single bladed lightsaber um and then she wrapped like um leather or whatever in the middle to mm-hmm. as for a grip i also thought the copy was a little weird too because it was like 
Rey is a master Jedi. She was also in The Last Jedi. <laughs> like, it's like weird. It just skips out of canon, you yeah. know? Also, looking at this, it might just be a, a drawing of her because it's more of a, like a sketch. It so does it might look draw-ish. Yeah. yeah, it looks like mm. a painting. That's the Instagram filter they use for the High Republic stuff. Oh, this stop. one actually looks like. This one actually looks like. <laughs> stop. Imagine this didn't look like her at all. Stop. Like, we have to age her up. It's been a month. Let's make her look seventy. But she's got the backpack on and everything. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I just want to see this thing in action, but I'm really excited yeah. that they're finally talking about it. I feel like we haven't really heard much about it, so this is kind of initiating that, like, yes, we're going to get more info stuff about this lightsaber. I don't know. Well, while like... we're talking about people who are 70... <laughs> what? Does anybody play Sims? The Sims? No, I don't play The Sims. Oh! No. <laughs> I didn't know where you were no. going. <laughs> no. I feel like no. The Sims is a game that, like... You might have been into it, and so you like showed your parents, and they were like, they started their own level, and then you got like way over it long time ago, and they're still playing The Sims, you know. Um, that's I don't know, I don't I don't know, know. anybody who ever played The Sims. I did. Really? I played a ton of Sims. Are you kidding what, me? Wait, hold on. So is The Sims like you're playing like real life, but a different life? No. So you have to go to the grocery life. store. Oh. Sims is you are not playing a character as yourself. You're kind of playing care like you're controlling the environment and space of characters. Yeah, it, it, there's a there's a small nuance there, John. Like in in a game like Second Life or like a simulator for like a real simulator, <laughs> you actually have to do the jobs. But in the sim, it's kind of like. You just go tell that person like to go do God. their job. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go do it and they come back and they have money and you're like, cool, I'm going to use the money to like build a port. Unless you have the code, which is Rosebud semicolon, and then you get unlimited money and it so doesn't matter. it's like matter. Grand Theft Auto. No, because you still no, play the character. No, because you're controlling that Grand character. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> That's very wrong. I don't like... But anyway... I don't like all these things like all these Batu and Galaxy's Edge things. And the further I get from being the last person to ever go there, I'm like, just stop sending me these just things. Like, they just put it. out that 3D video tour of uh, Oga's Cantina and yes. the guy's uh, an- antiquities, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Doc Condor. Yeah, yeah. I I think the the I think it's really cool what they're doing as far as like bringing that world is to be a place where your Sims character can go visit be part of the world and then come back and they have they can have like right. souvenirs it's like you know, it's an expansion pack yeah yeah I, I i think it it looked really cool it looked fun especially if you're if you've been playing sims or are thinking about getting into sims uh this would be a really good opportunity for you to do it so. did you guys watch yeah. the trailer mm-hmm. the one thing that bothered me about the trailer is the voiceover of the girl who's like so Chloe definitely went to Batu. Oh wait, hold on. S- restart. She made a droid called Cutie. How cute is it? I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like you're talking down to me. Like, I get it. <laughs> it was so mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm. Isn't isn't Cutie already the name of a droid? Am I wrong on that? KT is well, this the pink was... R2D2, I think. No, that's not it though. But I but I thought it was weird because if you're gonna name your droid Cutie. You probably wouldn't. It would name be Q D or Q D. Yeah. 
I would be. I would. I would name my droid QT three one four. Cutie pie. Oh yeah. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes resistance report this week. Um, Let's get to the Patreon Padres. Lucy, what do you got? All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there's a lot of different ways you guys can support us. You can follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. You can follow us on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. You can like and subscribe to this video on YouTube. Um, We're getting close to hitting a milestone, so make sure to follow us over there. Subscribe. Um, But if you want more content from us, including tons of videos, polls, mailings, etc. Uh, you can head over head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Right now we have a special offer going on that if you join at the commander level or higher, you get a four pack of vinyl stickers that were created for Star Wars Celebration. You have Gary the Porg, the Mando Fancho helmet, Make Solo 2 Happen and Resistance Broadcast, like the word logo, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, they're weatherproof, waterproof, can be placed on laptops or anywhere you want. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Anywhere you want. I so, threw four of them in the ocean and they came back in a, in a tidal wave. Completely fine. You definitely didn't because you don't have any of these stickers. Oh. <laughs> okay. So before we get into the pod race, uh, we want to say thank you to our generals, which is our top tier. So thank you to Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Bethany, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Gilnar. Okay, I got to interrupt real quick. Yeah. Um, he probably doesn't want me to say anything, but I'm going to anyway. Neil Shaw sent me stuff for my son for his birthday and also um i announced this on twitter but um we're expecting a girl in march and he sent us stuff baby stuff for our next baby so thank you neil like unbelievable that he did that it was crazy so neil i'm putting you on blast because everyone needs to know how great you are while you're out there even trying to cure covid too at the same time crazy man thank you how do you think he got your address um so this week popular no our general General (laughs) mellow was asked oh so i should probably explain what this segment is uh i was thrown off a little bit so the segment is we give generals a chance to be a part of the show we ask them a fun question they give us their answer and then we react to it all right so general mellow we asked him do you like when star wars uses flashbacks whether yes or no explain why you feel that way so mellow take it away Hello guys and greetings from España. Hopefully you guys are doing great over there. I'm actually having a good week this week and I'm taking some time off to start today. So the question, flashbacks. Hmm. I don't know if I like them. I seen them in uh, Rogue One, Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian in some animation. But apart from that, I don't remember seeing it anywhere else. I don't mind them as long as they bring uh, an enhancement to the narrative and I create uh, character development. But in my opinion, I prefer visions. Visions are better, I think. 
and the visions create some emotional heaviness for the characters, especially because it's like a visual representation of the force going through them and making them realize or find something out. Well, that's all I have. Be well, Resistance. All right. Well done, Mello. John, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Well, I got to be like Mello, right? Put my shades on (laughs) and say... Greetings from Spania. <laughs> um, I that's a good answer. Uh, I kind of agree with you there, Mello. I do like that Star Wars has decided to use flashbacks because I think it does allow us to um, fill the stories a bit more. Um, like, for example, seeing Leia and Luke train fighting with the lightsabers. I thought that was very cool. Um, so I, I dig flashbacks, but I see what you mean. You like visions better because of the force. And I get that. Like I still watch the vision from the force awakens and I'm, I'm there's still things I haven't seen, um, in that amazing clip. So, um, and also the vision in, um, the rise of Skywalker when Kylo's touching the helmet and Ray falls down and that whole scene I love too. So I, I'm kind of with you in the vision thing. Um, so that's a fair point. Um, but I like how you said, you know, I don't necessarily like them, but I'm okay with them. It's almost like the Lando thing. You accept it. Uh, mm-hmm. that's the, uh, the Jedi way, not the gray Jedi way. The Jedi way. Thanks, Mello. What's a gray Jedi? Mello. <laughs> James? Um, no, I think I'm the same way. Uh, th- I would say that if there was a, if there was a, a distinguishment of why I like the visions better i think i like the visions better because they can be interpreted whereas like a flashback's like oh that happened does that make sense mm-hmm. um as opposed to just being like less with the force like um i like the idea of somebody having a vision uh especially like anakin you know um and always in future the motion is you can't you can't be sure that what you're seeing is in fact the way that it's going to happen so What's, why is John laughing? I think you just double yoded yourself. What did I say? You said always in future. The motion is. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's what he said. Um, no, he said always in no, motion thanks. the future. Yeah. yeah. Always in motion the future is. Right? Just go back and listen. It was, it was a good time. No, I was correcting you now because you didn't say it like Yoda. Anyway, um, that's it. Yep. Thanks, Mello, for doing the pod race. Always good to have you as a general. Mello, we miss you. We hope you're doing well in Espana. I love how you say Espana. Um, he is. He sends us pictures all the time. I know. Great food He sits picks. by the pool. Um, I agree with you. I really prefer Visions because I think it kind of... I don't know, progresses that character and, and connects them to the force. Like I I was thinking about it today, how much I really enjoyed Ray's vision in The Force Awakens and how much like speculation came out of that vision. Like that whole period of time from Force Awakens to Last Jedi was so fun because people were just kind of breaking down what that vision meant. And um I totally prefer that over flashbacks. So um yeah thanks so much thanks for being a part of the resistance and hope all is well now we're gonna head to john to hear from the rest of the community so take it away john i just drew concept art are you stealing my concept art drawing joke what from twitter (laughs) i'm not stealing come on stop it Uh, (laughs) all right time for ask the resistance i've been wondering all right so anytime you want to send in a question to the show uh you can hit us up on twitter at rbatswnn 
and use hashtag ask the resistance and we'll find them and we'll talk about them on the show uh so we have a few here uh today um the first one is from kev at jedi underscore kane what is going on kev thanks for the question uh lacy do you think there will be a post return of the jedi animated series with luke leia and han if you do when do you think they'll make that hey kev thanks for the question hope you're doing well um i think they will make a leia han and luke show post return of the jedi i think it's an easy way to use those characters and have cool adventures and stories with them without recasting those characters. Um, there are people that really do a great job doing the voices, so um, they could even bring Mark Hamill back. I think he sounds a little bit mm-hmm. older. They tried to do that with uh, Forces of Destiny, and you could just tell. Um, <laughs> but I could definitely see them if they wanted to. They could bring him back to do that. But um, when do they think? When do I think they're going to do it? That that's the tough part of this question, Kev. I'm not really sure because, as you know, listening to the show, we're kind of like up in the air about a lot of Star Wars stuff. But I would like to think that they'll probably do it within the next five years, five, ten years-ish. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that they're going to probably finish out um, the Bad Batch series and they might even have this already in the timeline of shows that they're going to do. But yeah, I could see it in about five years. Nice. Um, you know, I was I saw the trailer thing was for the Skywalker saga, the Lego thing. Mm-hmm. And I could have sworn in one of the cockpit scenes, it really sounded like it was Harrison Ford doing older Han. So I don't know if he maybe they paid him to do some stuff for that. But I'll have to he might have that. or maybe he just did it for fun. Uh, yeah, I know he did one of the Lego things previously. So um, but yeah, who knows? All right. Uh, thank you, Kev. Um, Will Beeman at Will Beams 76. Uh, this one's going to you, James. Will wants to know uh, how and when do you think Obi-Wan would tell Luke who he was if Luke hadn't come into possession of R2 and 3PO? So my thoughts on this are based on the comics that we've gotten where Obi-Wan and Uncle Ben have kind of like, you know, argued and fought over you know kind of what we know from the movies a little bit too but they actually show it in the comics like obi-wan trying to overstep his boundary a little bit and then uncle ben having to come in and be like get the heck out of here or is that sort of yeah um yeah what did i say uncle ben uncle ben (laughs) you got advice on the mind um yeah and him having to come in and be like don't don't go anywhere near him. I'm watching him. He's mine, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I got to think that um, that he was planning on coming forth with him closer to whenever he could leave and go to the academy. Um, and then I think that just kind of keeps getting pushed off in the same way he says, you can join your friends next year. It's kind of like him trying to hold on to him because he knows that as soon as he lets Luke go, Luke's probably gonna run off and right now he's at a very vulnerable time it seems so Mm because he's in his he's still a teenager so um so i would have to assume that it would be when uh he was planning on leaving the farm is when obi-wan was gonna step in right on cool 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 all right um last one here from david probus one of our generals on patreon what is going on uh, at P Buff Daddy Zero Zero, um, and David asks, just watching Empire, uh, knowing that Palpatine planted things in Kylo's head, do you think 
when Luke sees his friends in trouble during training, that it could be manipulation from Palpatine because he and Vader are luring Luke to turn him. Um, I, I'm saying no on this. I love the idea. Um, I think that's cool. Um, that would make sense. But just because of how the scene played out, and it turns out that they were in trouble, and it wasn't some kind of red herring to lure him, sort of like the uh, um, the old fables, how like uh, the monster would lure the kids in with flies or whatever. Um, I don't know which one I just made up. I don't know. But uh, was it Big Bad Wolf? I don't know. Whatever. But um, <laughs> And also Yoda says, it is the future you see. Like Yoda almost, it was, it was almost like Yoda saw what Luke was seeing too. Uh, and also like confirming to him, you see, you're seeing the future. Um, and he's like different places, friends you have there. So I think because of that, I don't think this is something that Palpatine cooked up to put inside Luke's head. Though I do think that's a cool idea, David. So I'm not dismissing um, the creativity there. But in my opinion, I don't think that was the case there. Whereas with Kylo Ren, he was putting all these different voices and knew, knowing what buttons to push to make him do and feel certain things, especially the Vader voice. So... Um, I think those are two sort of different things. Um, if he had more time to spend with Luke, or it's a situation where Luke turned to the dark side or whatever, maybe he would have introduced that, but it never got to that place. Um, so I'm going to say uh, no on that one. Uh, but let me know what you think about my answer. Maybe you disagree, and maybe we can chat about it online, man, uh, in the Discord too. We'll bring it up to everyone in the chat. Uh, but that's it. So uh, we appreciate everyone sending in your questions. Uh, keep them coming. You can also email them to us at resistancebroadcast at gmail.com or um, we have, you know, you can send them to on a DM too if you like, whatever, whatever you prefer. Uh, but that takes us to the end of the show. So we want to thank everyone for listening and watching and being a part of the resistance. Um, like Lacey said before, make sure you do subscribe to us because we have two shows every week and next month we're bringing back the Mando Fan Show on Fridays. Uh, so you do want to subscribe on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. We have a lot of people joining us over there. So definitely check this out over there. Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll be there twice a week and then three times a week starting uh, next month. Whew, a lot of coffee. Um, StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, Teespring.com slash store slash resistance broadcast. All our designs are up over there. Um, thank you to everyone who uh, took advantage of the sales that we had during uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. Celebration Week. Um, last week uh, but we're gonna have more stuff coming down the line and we hope you're enjoying all of our new designs and uh, we have the Mando Fan Show stuff so go check that out uh, and I think that's about it um, so you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at Star Wars News Net. James? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks and also if you just finished Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising because you came out last week. You just finally wrapped it up. Be sure to check out book discussions with Kyle Larson and uh, myself. We uh, talk about the book, go into spoilers, just have a full-on discussion. It's like a spoiler review, if you will. So review at the beginning, and then we get into spoilers at the end. So uh, check it out. I also like the what happened in this videos. Yeah, so if you literally like do not care to read the book, but you're kind of interested in what happened, we also do like a rough breakdown of you know basic the basic story just kind of if you were like what happened in that book you're like you care about spoilers no okay cool uh this (laughs) uh lacy if you like star wars you can follow me on instagram and twitter at lacy gillerin i had nothing to share so yeah kept it kept it simple 
Right. Sometimes simple is best. Mm. <laughs> Some of the best songs of all time have two chords. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to okay. play us out here <laughs> by saying uh, we'll be back on Thursday where we're going to, um, we're, we're taking over for a day in our dream fantasy land where we're going to uh, develop films for Disney uh, Star Wars. So uh, we're going to give our pitches, not really our pitches, but who's going to write them, who's going to direct them, who's going to star in them, and our premises, and we're going to talk about it and have a good time. So enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you on Thursday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. I waved too early. <laughs> Just wave, wave the whole episode, and then when okay. it comes, then, yeah.